Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. This week, I'm wanting to talk to you about the impact of, of thrift. And the reason I uh, am wanting to talk to you about this topic this week is that um, there is now starting to come through in the, I guess, worldwide and uh, in our local press that people are starting to lose jobs, people are starting to lose confidence in their respective economies around the world. And therefore, there's a bit of a move to, to thrift. And uh, so what people are doing is, uh, and I guess that in the Australian um, records that we see that the uh, move or the drive towards savings has been incredibly high over the last three or four months. And this has probably not been the case over the last uh, probably five years. But nonetheless, the people are now starting to get a little bit anxious. And so what they're doing now is uh, holding on to their money rather than spending it. So I thought it might be useful just to run over what the impact of that might be. In the press, we see that uh, there's this focus on, well, at the moment, we've got, say, 5% um, unemployed and that possibly that uh, by the end of the year, we might end up with about 8% unemployment rate. Well, that's uh, probably not uh, good for Australia and particularly, or more importantly, for those people who actually lose their jobs and uh, that there's no, no joy to be in that position. But I think it might be better if that uh, if the press, in fact, focused on the fact that, that there will be associated with it. In fact, there's 92% of the workforce is likely to remain employed rather than focusing on the 88% who are unemployed. And therefore, we've got 92% of our workers who are able to keep the home mortgages paid or able to uh, pay for this, that and the other thing. It's just that we don't perhaps have the, uh, the benefit of, of the spend on our little luxuries. So therefore, in a thrift-driven environment, people are likely to cut back on their discretionary spend. And so therefore, the, uh, dis- the consumer discretionary index is probably going to take a bit of a hit over the next year. And that might actually impact on stocks like maybe Harvey Norman, uh, perhaps Billabong, that sort of company. JB Hi-Fi seems to be doing pretty well in that area, though, doesn't it? It's been reporting some record profits. So in all of these indices, there will also be some exceptions. The other thought I had was that perhaps in this um, this recessionary environment that uh, companies like uh, ALL, uh, Aristocrat and Tapcor might do well. Uh, as people may revert to gambling to uh, crank up uh, income that they may not be receiving at the present time. I'm not uh, advocating that that's the way you should go, nonetheless. Further, there might be, uh, say, less demand for um, construction product and uh, constructors and for employment companies, for example, because not not as many people are looking around or companies aren't searching for uh, new employees. Uh, Perhaps professional services and uh, transportation might take a bit of a hit as well over this uh, next year or so. And that might impact on companies such as uh, UGL, uh, CSR, SEEK, uh, Trans-Pacific Industries, and they're having a little bit of uh, trouble at the moment with uh, recapitalising. We've got AIO, which is Asiano, and uh, Virgin Blue. Those sorts of companies might find it a bit uh, difficult in this uh, just the time of thrift. Uh, although UGL, in fact, um, which is uh, a company which uh, does a bit of infrastructure work, it may in fact benefit down the track uh, from the uh, spend by the government on infrastructure. So that, that might actually mean that UGL goes down for a little while and then picks up, um, maybe down for in the medium term, and maybe it might end up turning a bit bullish over time. But even if we got a thrifty 
environment. People still need to eat and drink. They've got to cook their meals, which means they've got to use, turn on the gas, turn on the electricity, they've got to be able to see. And uh, then people, unfortunately, become ill from time to time. And so therefore, we can expect that uh, there will be certain sectors that um, may not be go gangbusters, but at least in a relative sense, they might do better than the other sectors. And therefore, we might see that uh, sectors such as consumer staples, um, and, and in this we've got uh, Wes Farmers and Woolies and Metcash, and I'd expect that maybe, um, I suspect that well, with Woolworths and Metcash, they've fallen away fairly sharply just recently, and Wes Farmers has already had its um, quite a large pullback. So I suspect that what might happen over the, in the new, in this sort of medium term is that the money will be taken out of Metcash and Woolies and perhaps invested in West, West Farmers as it gets its act together in terms of turning the coals part of their business around. Other areas that might do well in this uh, thrifty environment are utilities, because we've always got to have our electricity and gas. I think that AGK is probably the best performer in this sector, but I suspect we might see some short-term weakness in that stock. And then we've got energy, and there are some nice stocks starting to emerge in this sector. And uh, amongst those, we might see uh, Woodside or Paladin, that sort of organisation. And then with it, with healthcare, uh, which has seemed to be a fairly defensive play, although um, those investors in Sonic uh, would have been pretty disappointed um, over the last week or so, as it's t that, that, that stock has pulled back very severely. Uh, but nonetheless, that stocks like CSL and Cochlear are worth watching over coming months. But nonetheless, the concern I do have about over the next couple of years is that some of our miners might actually come under pressure to sell off their um, equity. And, uh, and countries like China, and I've, I've got nothing against China per se, uh, but the thing I am concerned about is that China is all very cashed up at the moment and uh, they're looking to invest in overseas uh, companies. And what I wouldn't like to see is that uh, our companies are gobbled up, gobbled up and sold overseas because I think that uh, what we'd be doing there is giving away a great revenue base uh, for future generations in Australia. That's through royalties and tax and that sort of thing. Because that's, the, cause that's uh, one of the, I guess, the uh, products that's really kept Australia afloat and in boom conditions for the last number of years. It'll fall away and then we'll have to wait for the uh, cycle to repeat itself in, say, 10 years' time. But nonetheless, that this is a very important part of our economy. And I guess the gold will uh, start to surface as being an important part of our mining sector as we move forward. As a cautionary note, I think that in this recessionary environment, that when we come to invest in stocks, that we should really only invest in those companies that have got strong balance sheets, which are going to see them through over the next couple of years. And because uh, I suspect that the next round of capital raisings is not going to be quite as um, strongly supported as our recent raisings over the last six months because the people who have already invested have lost a lot of capital uh, through that investing. That's in paper loss so far. But given that the companies uh, ultimately um, start to move up in price, well, then the investors will get their money back. But I suspect, though, that those who invested in those um, property trusts may not be getting their money back for quite a few years. As many of those trusts have uh, been decimated, they're down about 90% of, of, from their highs. Other things that you might expect uh, during this uh, thrifty period is that uh, the companies are going to have to cut back on the dividends. And uh, the reason they're doing that is to, to preserve their balance sheets. And that, of course, is in the long-term interest of the company. But of course, as an investor, that's not uh, what we want to hear, is it? But uh, that's a function of um, 
of having to cut back and make sure the company's healthy enough to get through over the next couple of years. And I suspect too that um, on the positive side is that the RBA would have to be having to consider lowering its interest rates, the official cash rates even further over coming months. We might even get down to a cash rate of 2% and that in some ways would be very good and it also gives Australia still a bit of a buffer uh, to reduce rates further if um, the recession cuts a lot deeper than uh, than, than has been contemplated at the moment. Already places like US and Europe are already down to 0% with their official cash rates, which doesn't really give them a, a lot of room to move, uh, which means, and that's why you would hear that um, that in Europe and also in the US, the countries or the governments of those countries are simply printing money to try and uh, uh, inject a lot of liquidity into those economies. Australia hasn't got to that point. And I think that that's a big plus for Australia, uh, certainly in the uh, probably in the medium term or for the rest of this year anyway. And then we just have to see how the world folds out over that time. Um, just as a, as a parting comment, um, just in this vein, I know I'm moving away from thrift just at the moment. But the other um, thing to keep in mind about Australia, and I guess what I'm wanting to do is to look for some positives as well. And that is that uh, at the moment that Australia has been, I think it was Citigroup or someone like that, we're saying that of all the stock markets in the world, um, that Australia represents the safest and best value uh, for investors, global investors. And by the same token, that US and Europe uh, come right at the bottom of that of that list and would be areas to be avoided by um, by investors. So that augurs well, I think, for our market moving forward. So that once the uh, once we start to see some money come back into the market, uh, that Australia therefore should get a relatively bigger kick uh, along than, say, some of the other markets overseas. Uh, and hopefully that is the case and that we've seen the bottom and that uh, we might then see at least a couple of months up and hopefully uh, six to eight months. But anyway, I hope you've got some uh, good information out of that and hope you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. I look forward to catching you next time. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.